this seminar is more so to stimulate you to love our church, to serve, to help you to understand where uh, you can best use your gifts. And so overall, I just hope this, again, seminar is more so practical and helpful to you. So it's very simple, very straightforward. And I just want to also encourage those who are new members here. Uh, I know that a large church like Grace Church is hard sometimes to connect or know where you could start serving. But hopefully this seminar will help you at least to narrow down your options and see where you could be used and more effective in the life of our church. We all know that the local church is a place that we are supposed to be connected and also serve one another, find godly friends, build these intentional, deep relationships. And unfortunately, for some reason, some folks have a very difficult time doing that. And actually, part of the reason is most likely that, first of all, they haven't become members yet. Uh, They haven't fully connected with our church body because they just perhaps have no desire to become a member of our local church. So that, in a way, is an obstacle. And some of the other reasons that are possible is due to their uh, avoidance of being involved in all of the additional ministries that we do have available here. And so overall, I would really encourage for those who are considering becoming members to not hesitate Take that next step. Uh, You could visit our member center after one of these morning services, and I would encourage you to speak to somebody. And if you have any questions, they'll love to help you out there. Our member center team of volunteers are really thrilled to have these conversations with you. So, again, I would encourage you, if you are not a member yet, uh, I'd encourage you to take that extra step. So, with that, I would like to bring up a very helpful question. Uh, I'm just curious to know, how many of you know the mission statement of Grace Church? Raise your hand. All right, we've got a few, which is good. Well, for the rest of you, I would really encourage you to read our mission statement. It's usually up on our banners throughout the campus, or you could find it on the church website. But the reason why I'm encouraging you to just be familiar with our mission statement, if not memorize it, is because it would help you to focus in what you do here at Grace Church as you serve for the glory of God. And our mission statement is simply this. Our mission is to glorify God by proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit for two reasons, for the salvation of the lost and edification of the church. Just to summarize that, we here are to glorify God through our service to reach our guests perhaps unbelievers, wherever you are at, even here on campus, as unbelievers attend our service, there are providential encounters that you may have to serve them, to first of all present the gospel, to get to know them, and to encourage them to think about these truths that hopefully will perhaps change their heart according to God's will and use them for the kingdom of God. And for those who are within our church body, as you know, we're here to build each other up. And so as you get to know members at our church, just remember, you're here to edify them. You're here to encourage them and care for them 
as the Lord allows you to do so. Well, our church family is being equipped. Uh, so for those of you who are familiar with the just foundational theology on why we serve, we must understand that as 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10, 11 says, as each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. And as Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 13 says, it reminds you that you are here to be equipped for the work of service, to minister one another. And this somehow builds up the body of Christ, and the Lord uses you who have been saved to use the gifts that have been given to you to do such a precious task. And so remember that we are not here to hear only. We are here to do ministry. We are here to use our gifts for the glory of God. So with that, this morning, I just want to review three simple and practical reasons why it is important to get involved here at Grace Church. And this will help you because as we consider serving more here at Grace Church, we have to evaluate two other areas as we connect with our church. And the reasons are that you are to get involved here to, first of all, connect. It's very important for you to connect. And we know that it's difficult for some to connect, but hopefully I'll be able to share, you, uh, share some examples that will help you to connect further so that you feel part of our church as a member. Second, you are to get involved to be equipped. So remember, you are here to serve, but the way you are able to serve is through the means of being equipped. So we know that everything you hear at Grace Church, every lesson and equipping ministry that is available to you, it's equipping you to serve God and serve his church. And the third simple and practical reason is that you are to get involved so that you can serve, which will uh, cover such details in the end. So with that, we just want you who are a church member to thrive as an effective and fruitful member here at Grace Church. So I hope that this seminar will compel your heart to dive in all the more. So as you know that you are supposed to connect and be equipped, you will begin to grow to be more like a Christ-like servant. And so I trust that you as a member will continue to explore and understand the opportunities that are before you in this season of our church so that you could use your gifts. And so before we get into the equipping and the serving side of things, let's think about how you could get plugged in. And for those of you who are already plugged in, which is great, I encourage you towards the end to encourage others uh, to share how you are able to get plugged in effectively. But for those who are not uh, fully plugged in or perhaps struggling in discovering their service opportunities or their gifting, this should help you to reevaluate if you are truly connected first. Because being connected first will help you to be an effective servant here at Grace Church. So let's take a look at our first point, getting involved to connect. And by connection, I mean it's a consistent connection. It's not every once in a great while or once a year. 
your consistency in how you are involved here at Grace Church is really important. I think about Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 to 25, that reminds us about connecting by assembling together. And it says this, that we are to consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembly together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So we have to make it a habit, in other words, to be together, to assemble together, to connect together, and encourage one another in doing so. And so with that, we're going to review some just very practical samples on how you could do that at Grace Church. And there's really three levels in how you are able to connect that could help you. The one that I know is most obvious to most of you is attending Sunday services. Sunday services is the essential, most fundamental connection. And I know I've spoken to some of you who are new members. It could be a little overwhelming to begin to connect when there's over 5,000 people on on campus and perhaps over 1,000 new guests. So we must understand, first of all, that our priority here is to be part of our main corporate worship service. This is the most fundamental connection that you must consider because it requires you to be present, to be in person. And this is pretty much the Lord's day the entire day by which we are able to sit together under the preaching of God's word as we are united in the truth. So we are connected practically to attend the main corporate worship service in the morning and to be united under the same biblical preaching that we hear that unites us in the truth. This is a fundamental connection, and I hope you know that as you experience the worship of God each Sunday, you will begin to value the indescribable bond, the common bond that we all have in Christ so that you would begin to make the most out of every Sunday. And again, we're talking about the consistency of your attendance. And I know there are unique cases why we perhaps one Sunday morning aren't able to attend. But overall, think about your consistent connection in participating in the main worship service. Because as you know, corporate worship service is not an option. It's an imperative. It's a command. We must start there. So it is the heart and the soul of all we do together when we come together in the main worship service to worship our God, our creator. And so with that in mind, being present is crucial to your spiritual life. Absenteeism is a spiritual disease that spreads to every area of our church's life, affecting the ability of members to serve and to be shepherded. So just as a reminder, the essential connection is to to participate in our main corporate worship service. And just so you know, Sunday morning is where you begin to uh, connect by being in person and exposed to the preaching of God's word. But in all honesty, the connection 
begins on Saturday night, I'd say. You have to prepare yourself on Saturday night for a full Lord's Day on Sunday morning and in the afternoon. And it's very helpful because, you know, uh, we live in such a busy and uh, very chaotic uh, lifestyle at times, but Sunday morning could feel rushed. So you could feel so rushed to the point where you're already present on campus and somehow already feel disconnected. I mean, things are kind of just up in the air. You're just trying to figure things out. But in all honesty, if you pray about even the Lord say the night before, it will help you even the moment you arrive on campus to genuinely connect as well as to encounter providential uh, conversations that will further connect you to the life and the people here at Grace Church. So I would encourage you to just prepare Sunday, excuse me, Saturday night and come early to alleviate any stress that could really um, just distract you in a way. But also something that's very important and very practical is that you ought to be engaged. When you are participating in the main corporate worship service, the way you are engaged is by giving your full attention to the singing that takes place. You are to pay attention to the words that you are singing, as well as listening carefully and learning what is being taught. And with that, there's fellowship that takes place, and there's friendships that are able to cultivate because of your common worship together. And so with that, keep in mind that as you are connecting with our Lord together worshiping, knowing what you're singing about and listening and learning what you're being taught, keep in mind that we're also caring for you, caring for you by making sure you're involved, you're participating, and you're there in person. And one of the practical ways in which we're able to somehow make sure you're not falling through the cracks is by your uh, registration. If you register your attendance, we know that you are uh, attending. Uh, A lot of times we don't get to see that, but this really serves our follow-up ministry in the membership department uh, because due to life circumstances that aren't seen, unknown, uh, you could perhaps be missing Sunday main worship service for several Sundays. This would help our follow-up interns to follow up with you and care for you and just to check up to make sure you're okay. Uh, We're not trying to police your attendance. It's more so to make sure you're doing okay. So we never want anyone to go unnoticed. And and so therefore, I encourage you to register your attendance uh, by all means possible if you don't. And there is a church app that's available that you are able to register your attendance to help you uh, just uh, uh, connect uh, better and make yourself known, um, just to make sure we are caring for you properly. Sunday evening is also a wonderful way to you, for you to participate in worship as well. And Sunday evening is more of a relaxed setting, but it really helps you to connect further because you're able to engage in more of a conversation with others, to have more time to fellowship, and to get to know people. Uh, what I like about Sunday evenings, though, are the baptisms that take place. Although you might be involved in a specific fellowship group, when you see people sharing their testimonies during baptism, you could start connecting with them somehow by hearing about their background, 
and perhaps running into them uh, sometime later on and perhaps even have the opportunity to invite others to listen to these testimonies where the gospel is shared. This, again, serves you to better connect with the people, to get to know our people, to get to know the various backgrounds that uh, come to Grace Church and see God's glory on display through their testimonies. And so with that, I want to go into the second level of involvement, and that is adult fellowships. So we know that the main corporate worship service is a large group, but the way we help to make big church uh, small is through our adult fellowship groups. This is a group that is scaled down more so. And for those of you who have not heard about our fellowship groups, uh, this is a, a group of about, it's usually 200 or 300 people. And this is a great place where you are able to connect further and pour your life into others on a regular basis. And so this Sunday morning adult fellowship group that's available either first or second hour is a place where you are able to take advantage of the opportunities that are available for those who are church members. When you get into this adult fellowship group, you're able to connect through the way you foster in-depth relationships and also to hear the additional teaching that supplements the primary teachings as well as to access uh, further with the relationship of the elders that are available here. Every fellowship group has an elder or elders that you are able to get to know better and connect. And also the fellowship groups are very helpful for you to uh, begin to know about the additional ministries that are available for you so that you could serve. So we need to get even smaller with the adult fellowship groups because 200 to 300 is almost like another local church. It's still big, but again, this is a funnel that's just trying to draw you closer, closer, and closer to true and genuine relationships. What comes out of our adult fellowship groups is the third level, is the way we like to see it. This is a smaller group, an adult fellowship group. It involves kids and families that break down further into a Bible study whether at a home or even on campus. Now, this is when just the deeper connections take place because of life on life. We all know that we could easily get lost in big church, right? It's just, there's a lot of people. You don't know where to start, how to connect. But as you begin to engage in the smaller home group or, or church campus Bible study, you will start connecting with a group of about 20. I know sometimes it gets bigger, like 50. But there's a genuine connection there that helps you to have even more intentional time to develop relationships, to cultivate the relationships with those whom you can do life on life with. And furthermore, Bible studies generally meet in the midweek, giving you the opportunity to fellowship and encourage believers there are times that you might hear stories or certain needs that no one else knows. You would be the first one to know, and that's a moment for you to meet the need of that person, to serve them, because that is your responsibility as a believer. And I encourage you, again, to just evaluate these three areas 
that will help you to connect. Because trust me, in order for you to be an effective servant of Grace Church, you have to be connected at Grace Church. And these three levels of connection are really important for you to be consistent and all in. And one thing to keep in mind, your Bible study can be part of another fellowship group. That's actually okay. And this is really for those who really begin to notice there are certain relationships that you're uh, running into more often, cultivating. So just know that we're not trying to be very pragmatic here. We're trying to be helpful. We want to be flexible. As long as you're known and you're connecting and you're also just building these deeper relationships with church members here at Grace Church. So with that, I'd like to start thinking about just the basic responsibilities that you have as you are connecting here in these three areas. Because it's important to know that fellowship is something that you ought to take advantage of. Fellowship is having a spiritual togetherness. Uh, The fellowship term for... um, in the Greek, is actually koinonia, and that means simply to partner, to be a teammate. And so keep in mind that although you're participating in the main corporate worship service, in a fellowship group, in a home Bible study, you can actually miss the opportunity to fellowship, which is more so to engage. So I encourage you to just take the advantage of getting to know people because you could simply just attend, but still be disconnected. So it's not about simply attending in these areas of ministry, but it's important for you to engage. Uh, To keep in mind that you as a church member are a partner in this ministry. And so do not wait for someone to come to you. Uh, Take the opportunity to take that step to meet someone and get to know someone. This is when our connection becomes very tangible and authentic. Commemorating the Lord's table is also a wonderful opportunity we do have here. So this Sunday morning, we are uh, participating in communion. And one thing to keep in mind is that the early church also devoted themselves to the breaking of the bread, which was communion. And this was the ordinance that Jesus established the night before his crucifixion. The Lord's table, communion, is a critical part of our, of our church life. So it's really important for you to not neglect that because that is a command. And it's really a, a time to celebrate our Lord's death until he returns. So I would encourage you to never neglect your opportunity to not only connect with people, but to connect together before our Lord, to be thankful. And in all honesty, While you do communion, you could examine your heart so that our lifestyle would glorify him in the way we live and in the way we serve, really. And this overall would be pleasing in his sight. So it's important for us to not neglect the opportunity to participate in communion. I like what Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says, that we ought to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy 
and pleasing to God, which is our spiritual service of worshiping. So we definitely need to keep that in mind. Another way to connect is praying together. It's very important for us to keep that in mind. We gather to corporately thank the Lord and make intercession for one another. First uh, Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 2 says that, First of all, then I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. And so with that, at every level of involvement that we've talked about, Sunday services, fellowship groups, Bible studies, and even prayer ministries, really offer an opportunity for us to come together and pray through our trials, our needs. And as you connect with people, you begin to realize how much more there is to pray for. And so in order to stay connected genuinely with one another, we also need to stay connected with our God via prayer together in person. And just to close this area up, giving is another way in which we're able to connect with our church body to offer our time, talent, and resources. And also, as we've talked about, the practicing the one another's in our fellowship group with people here at Grace Church. And also, knowing your elders and ministry leaders is one way in which you want to take advantage of so that you can truly connect now, you would be surprised that although our elders and ministry leaders are very busy, they would be more than glad to take some time to meet with you. You could come up to them after uh, a fellowship group uh, service, or if you happen to run into them uh, around the campus, take the initiative to introduce yourself if you haven't and see if they would be willing to meet with you if you'd like to get to know them better as well. And so as you continue to be faithful and involved to connect in these three levels of ministry, we also must consider another main reason why we are getting involved here at Grace Church. And that is that we are to get involved to be equipped. We are here to be equipped. Well, now that you have connected with one another, and if you haven't, I encourage you to do so. And hopefully these were some helpful, practical ways by which you can do so. You must keep in mind that you are not being equipped for mere head knowledge. You are being equipped for the work of service. We're not here to get puffed up with information. We're here to know our God and know his truth so that we can serve effectively. And that is to practice the one another's and serve in the various ministries that we have to offer here at Grace Church. So keep in mind that you are being equipped to employ the spiritual gift you have been given when you were saved. You have each been uniquely wired by our creator to serve him by serving his church. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 to 11 says, as each one has received a spiritual gift, employed in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 12 reminds us that 
Jesus himself gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ. So our pastors and ministry leaders here at Grace Church are called to equip you, a church member, for ministry. And this means by which believers are being equipped for the work of ministry. The way the Lord does this is using gifted pastors and teachers to help you to have the proper tools to be effective as you serve for the glory of God. And with that in mind, keep in Keep in the forefront of your mind, actually, the end goal why you are being equipped here at Grace Church is for the conformity to the image of Christ, that we would be more like Christ, and the growth of the corporate body would be more spiritually mature. This is a work of God. We have no control over this, but we are his vessels being trained to be useful for his kingdom and to be more like Christ. I like to think of it as the more we are conformed to the image of Christ, the more we will serve and be like him. And so with that, keep in mind that although equipping takes place in the main worship service, in the fellowship group, and even in your home or campus Bible study, There are additional equipping ministries here at Grace Church that can help you so that you can be an effective servant. And while much of your equipping is taking place already for some of you, I would like to highlight some additional opportunities that can help you as you are plugging in to our church body so that you can be an effective servant. The Fundamentals of the Faith class, and all of this is available on our church website as well, But keep in mind that the fundamentals of the faith class is not simply just reviewing the basic foundations of our faith. That class is quite uh, helpful, actually. It really equips you to disciple new believers. So don't think of it as more so, what am I getting out of this? It's more so, how can I be trained with these tools to help others so that I could do life on life more effectively? So this FOF class is really to equip you to disciple others. Grace Evangelism is also a wonderful class that equips you to present the gospel, whether at the workplace or anywhere you may be, or whatever platforms that the Lord provides you with. This is a great class to help you to better present and articulate the gospel message. Uh, Women's ministry, uh, such as Every Woman's Grace, is a wonderful ministry where the women are able to uh, have more opportunities to be discipled by and also give you the opportunity to disciple others. Uh, same with the men's ministry, such as Men of the Word, which is also a very discipleship-centric uh, ministry. The parenting class is the one I, I really enjoy myself as a parent. Uh, the parenting class really equips you to raise and care for your children biblically. It's a very, very helpful class. And, and for those who are even perhaps uh, empty nesters now, uh, the Lord can use you to help young families, uh, young parents. So this class could somehow equip you so that you could help young 
parents as well. The premarital classes here at Grace Church equip you to serve your future spouse. Wonderful class. And the last two I wanted to highlight is the Grace Equip class. And I know Michael Wirtz was here uh, a moment ago, but you could talk to Michael Wirtz uh, and talk about more so how you can be further equipped with uh, theological training that could help you in the various ministries that you might consider. And our Grace Bookstore on campus uh, provides you quality resources that are carefully selected to help you uh, to effectively be equipped. So all this is available to you, again, to be equipped further for the work of service here at Grace Church. And so these equipping ministries that are available are typically highlighted at our uh, uh, church website or on the Grace Today and even on our church app if you want further information uh, to be further equipped. And so now before considering getting involved in additional opportunities here at Grace Church, again, I highly recommend that you assess the areas that we just recently reviewed. And this is important because your fundamental, most essential connection has to take place as you are involved here, starting with the main worship service. To be in person, to be consistent, to come together to really worship our Lord corporately with those whom you are serving. Because if you neglect the opportunity to participate in this corporate worship and perhaps neglect to become a member at Grace Church and neglect to be further equipped, what's going on is that you are hindering your capacity to serve. And you definitely want to avoid that. So you have to take these uh, first other important steps before you consider to serve any further because this will compel you and help you to serve with the right heart. And so we trust that all of our members who are serving now are committed. But one thing that I want you who are a member is the affirmation of commitment that you've made. And I know this is uh, sometimes the, the one area that we can forget uh, if we don't review it. But I think it's important for us to remember what our affirmations of commitment were when we joined Grace Church especially at the right hand of fellowship. Uh, But before we uh, summarize or review what the affirmations of commitment are, uh, now we can begin to think about the many opportunities that we have here at Grace Church. And I know this is the moment you've all been waiting for, so thank you for your patience. But I think it was very important for you to understand the first two steps first, why you are to get involved to connect effectively, and why you're here to be equipped. But now, hopefully, you can now begin to explore the many opportunities we have here for you who are a member of Grace Church. And this is a good time in the summer break to consider how you can begin to use your spiritual gifts. And as the fall is before us and the new fiscal year of ministry are approaching us, there are many, many, many service opportunities for you who are a member. So this is a good time to consider where you can serve on top of all that you are doing as you are 
doing life on life in fellowship groups or serving in some way or form of another. And so all of you should have a brochure. If you don't have one, please let me know. I want to make sure you have a copy of this. This is a new, fresh, updated brochure that will expose you to some of the additional ministry opportunities that we do have here at Grace Church. And so I, I would encourage you to take a look at these. And while much of your service may happen at one of the three levels that we've talked about, these are the ministries that are available for you now. And one of the areas that I want to really highlight are the children's ministries. The children's ministries are for those who are looking to invest in the next generation of our church family and who desire to help our young people learn the word of God. And there are also opportunities both Sunday mornings and Sunday evenings to serve our children from nursery through sixth grade. And so this is an area of ministry in which I know there's a great need. But if you're interested in this ministry, please come talk to me afterwards. I'd love to share uh, the various opportunities in more detail if you're interested as well. Again, this is our next generation. It's a vital ministry. Uh, Student ministries are also um, very, very, very uh, available to you. There's such a need there. For those who desire to engage in gospel-focused ministry aimed at teens and young adults, uh, this is a great opportunity for you to uh, learn more about what goes on at students' ministry. And there's also a, a very precious special ministries that are for those who are interested in serving disabled students and adults on Tuesday nights or Sundays. Um, other than that, I want you to keep in mind, these are the current greatest needs at Grace Church. And so if you're interested, please come talk to me afterwards. I'd love to share more of what that entails. But other than that, you can see the ASL ministry that's available, uh, the audiovisual, the biblical counseling class, if you're uh, interested in that, the congregational care ministry, book, grace books, hospitality, and so forth. So these are the immediate contacts and, and information that you need in order to initiate and seek how you could uh, be involved in these ministries if you're interested in. Now, for those of you who are even overwhelmed with this, uh, you might perhaps be a a new church member. Uh, You're just looking for an immediate place to start. Well, one of the greatest places to start is really the hospitality ministry here at Grace Church. Um, The hospitality ministry pretty much involves like the plaza fellowships that you are all experiencing. Even in the mornings, uh, the coffee and donuts is very spiritual. So I I highly recommend you participate in that vital ministry. And there's also so many special events. We've got the essential church ministry event that's taking place. There are so many volunteers involved there, but we still need some others to join. So if you're interested in that, please let me know. I could provide you some more information. But there's, again, hospitality ministry is just so well integrated with our events team and a wonderful ministry that you can at least begin to discover your gifts and see how you're able even to connect with other people and see how effective you can be. Um, 
Now, as a Shepherds Conference director, uh, I could be a little biased here, but I highly recommend you join the Shepherds Conference volunteer ministry. Now, Shepherds Conference occurs once a year in March. Signups begin early in the year. Uh, it's usually announced on Sunday mornings, early in January. But I know some of you here are uh, exceptional Shepherds Conference servants who have been faithful for so long. Uh, Again, if you want to hear more about Shepherds Conference, I'd love to share more about that as well. That is an amazing time in the life of our church as we're able to serve many pastors who come from all around the world. And there are so many areas of service opportunities. This campus is really busy that week, that uh, first week of March or so. And so that's an an area in which you could really explore uh, just what really thrills your heart and what you're good at. So, again, I could explain further details about Shepherds Conference if you're interested. Well, with that, I also wanted to address uh, one area which has been presented to us once in a while. Uh, There's usually folks who have physical limitations and perhaps homebound. Well, there's a lot of opportunities for them as well. And with that, we like to talk about the prayer ministry. The prayer ministry is an amazing service opportunity for those who have time to pray, and perhaps with physical limitations or not. But the prayer ministry is so vital for the life of our church, as we've talked about how we could better connect together, praying together for the various ministries and servants of Christ here. We actually just welcome those who are unable to do anything that requires a lot of movement and perhaps not able to, for a certain time, be present on campus, the prayer ministry is a wonderful place for you to serve. And so with that, I'd like to just to remind you as well uh, that every ministry here that we've kind of gone through, every service ministry opportunity, has its own unique process that requires um, some particular step or information uh, before you're able to fully engage in that ministry service. But feel free to contact any one of these ministry leaders who are able to walk you through the steps and show you how you're able to serve in this ministry. And I believe uh, some of our children's ministry leaders just walked in. Uh, You could stand up, please. And again, we're trying to, there you go. Go speak to Pastor Jay and anyone else there who can help you to connect and use your gifts here in the children's ministry department. There are so many needs here. Well, we are, again, aware that there are other ministries that are taking place that are not noted here on this brochure, but it's really encouraging to hear the stories on how the Holy Spirit really enables Uh, some of our church members to meet the needs that are not noted, and they rise up for the opportunity and serve. And so it's encouraging to know that Christ is actively building his church. He's actively mobilizing his people to meet the needs that you could pretty much say that have been neglected, but they are not. So much is taking place here before us, but there there is so much taking place behind the scenes as well. So thank you all for just always being aware of those needs. And uh, again, for those of you who are new here, I want to encourage you just to be more aware and look, at for, look for any opportunities that 
again, you might notice that are perhaps not aware to us, not known to us, that we could be uh, just further aware to help meet that needs and perhaps start a new ministry if that's necessary. But in the meantime, there are so many ministry opportunities here for you to jump in now. The sooner the better. And even as I mentioned, the season is before us as fall is approaching us after this summer break. We would love to see many of you engaged and using the gifts that the Lord has given you for his glory. And now, just to conclude, I do want to remind our members, for you who are a member of Grace Church, the essential responsibilities we have. Uh, It's good to remember what we have been committed to, and it really focuses on our service And so in light of all these ministry opportunities, we sincerely desire to see you each deeply involved in the life of our church. And so remember the responsibilities that you have committed to when you joined our church family. And so with that, I'd like to conclude by summarizing our affirmations of commitment here at Grace Church. And it's good for you to think about and reflect and and consider uh, where you perhaps have... um, maybe forgotten about or compelled to excel all the more in these areas that you have committed to when you joined our church family. And know that we cannot do this on our own. Uh, We are imperfect human beings. We have limitations. Uh, But with the aid of the Holy Spirit, remember, you as a member of Grace Church can be diligent to exercise self-control so that your lifestyle exhibits both true Christian love and personal holiness. This is simply your commitment to serve our king by living a holy life. Second, you can, as a church member, faithfully assemble with this body of believers in unity and use your spiritual gifts to serve and edify them. This is simply your commitment to serve our church family by being involved, as we've talked about. Third, you can consistently contribute as a good steward of God's blessings, your time, talent, and resources, so that our local and worldwide ministry of spreading the gospel may continue. This is your commitment to serve our church ministries by giving joyfully time, resources, your talent, and so forth. Fourth, you can, as a church member, teach biblical truth to your family and acquaintances as God gives you opportunity with a desire to see them come to trust Jesus Christ and be saved. And this is your commitment to serve your neighbors by making Christ known. And you all know that your nearest neighbor is those who live with you at home, whether it's your roommate or your children or your wife. It's important for us to consider your acts of service there. And fifth, you as a church member can always, with the help of the Holy Spirit, be willing to both give and receive admonition and instruction with meekness and in love. And this is simply your commitment to serve one another by edifying one another. And the last commitment for you who are a church member, important for you to remember, because without this, we cannot do anything. You can, with the help of the Holy Spirit, commit to praying for the ministry here in this church 
your brothers and sisters in Christ, the elders, pastors, and deacons, and for the lost who need the Savior. This is your commitment to serve all by praying for all. And as you remember, we've talked about the basic responsibility you have as you serve is to pray, to pray together, and to come before our Lord because we need his help in, a, in order to serve his church. And so overall, as a church member, and for those of you considering to become a church member here at Grace, you are equipped to serve while you are being committed to serve by living a holy life, being involved, giving joyfully, making Christ known, edifying one another, and praying for all. And so the question I'd like to uh, conclude with is that you would ask yourself, how am I using my gifts effectively here at Grace Church? Or what are my gifts? Where, where can I start? Pray about the additional ministry, ministries that are available here as you consider it so that you can make the best choice. But honestly, the best way to go about it is just to start somewhere. And as I mentioned, the greatest needs here are the children's ministry, uh, the students' ministry, special ministry. And if you still have trouble finding out if that's the right place for you, please talk to Pastor Jay. Talk to me afterwards, if not, and we'll help you just make that connection. And so overall, as I conclude, I'd like to say this. This is a call to excel still more in your service, to serve and give yourself away for others, just as Jesus, our Lord and Savior, did. Christ did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life for his church. Let us continue to strive together side by side by imitating our Savior and giving ourselves away by serving at our fullest capacity as he enables us for his glory. This is exciting uh, to know about all the ministries that are available for you. And keep in mind, these are the exciting times that we have in the history of our Grace Church. And so just know that we love you. We love you, Grace Church. And we want you to further exercise your gifts for the edification of our church family as God receives the glory. Amen? Let's pray. Father, I thank you again for your church. And thank you for all of our precious members who have been gifted uniquely by you. We know that you are able to enable them to use their gifts. Lord, so I pray that this seminar is helpful and useful for your people. And Lord, I pray that out of this uh, seminar that you would raise up uh, our church family members who are yet to exercise their precious gifts, that they would not neglect the many opportunities that are here before them. Help us, Lord, to continue to glorify you and to remember that we have been equipped to serve for your glory in Christ. Amen.